the gate to life. Early in the 20th century, there was a man from Pennsylvania named Walter Chizek, and he wanted to be a priest, he wanted to be a Jesuit, but he also had a desire in his heart to go to the Soviet Union. Believe that God was working through that desire to lead him to the Soviet Union to proclaim the gospel. Well, after he got there and he was ministering to people, sure enough, he was found out by the Soviets and he was arrested, put in a prison work camp. He was put in isolation over time. And that's one of the reasons why this was brought up. It was a recent news article because we find ourselves in America and throughout the world in isolation right now, separated from our communities, separated from the sacraments. And the organizer of his canonization had this to say as he gave this talk. What we suffer helps us to grow in virtue and that in all things we trust the providence that God remains with us. That any suffering we endure is meant for our sanctification. And that God, Jesus, the Good Shepherd, always remains with us. That this man, Father Walter Chizek, suffered, followed Christ the head, even to the cross. That just as the Good Shepherd suffered the cross, that Walter Chizek follows him. And God willing, one day we will call Walter Chizik, Saint Walter. Jesus proclaims today that he is the gate, that he is the good shepherd, that all who go to the Father must come through him. And the path, or the gate, if you will, is the cross. And the sheep are invited to follow the good shepherd. Luke 9, 23, Jesus says, If anyone wishes to come after me, He must deny himself and take up his cross daily and follow me. St. Peter has experienced that today when he speaks in our first letter of Peter. He says, Beloved, if you are patient when you suffer for doing what is good, this is a grace before God. For to this you have been called, because Christ also suffered for you, leaving you an example that you should follow in his footsteps. And we know of Peter how one day his life is also asked of him, just as it was of Jesus, that Peter is also crucified, although upside down, because as tradition tells us, he, he felt unworthy to suffer in the same manner as his Lord, but he did follow his good shepherd. Following the good shepherd is not always easy. It doesn't mean that everything goes my way. I think of our college seniors who graduate this week and the many disappointments I've heard them share with me about how things have not gone their way. High school seniors are echoing similar things and probably all sorts of people in different arenas, people preparing to get married. I know several couples I'm working with are in that boat. It's very frustrating when when things are not easy, when things don't go my way, when somehow God is inviting me to follow him 
in a path that, that I don't like. I know for myself, this has been one of the best years of my life, but it has been the hardest year of my life. And in that space, there's an invitation to go to Jesus, to turn to him. That although we can feel alone and disconnected, that Jesus never leaves his beloved behind. Our psalm today, Psalm 23, one of the perhaps best well-known, most well-known and most consoling psalms is worth reviewing. The psalmist tells us, even though I walk in the dark valley, I fear no evil, for you are at my side with your rod and your staff that give me courage. Because the good shepherd never leaves his sheep behind. And perhaps if there's times in which we cannot see what the Lord is doing, we cannot see him in front of us, perhaps it's because he's behind us. Perhaps it's because he's next to us. It is interesting, though, that typically a shepherd would be behind you, kind of corralling, leading, kind of almost pushing um, us where he wants us to go, where he wants the sheep to go. But Jesus, our good shepherd, he even says today that he goes ahead of the sheep, that he leads by example, that Jesus never calls us to go somewhere that he is not. And in fact, if we are led to a place, it's because he's there, he wants us there. And our invitation is to know that he's with us, that even if I don't know that he's with me, to be reminded and to know that he is with me. Father Walter Chizik, he wrote a beautiful biography called He Leadeth Me. And in the midst of that, that, that isolation and in the pain and suffering that he was experiencing, there was a, a moment of light for him that he realized that God, who's eternal and almighty, is, controls all things. And that if God wanted him his priest, instead of being in a parish offering sacraments, but to be in isolation and suffering and being tortured and doing prison work, that if that's where God wanted him, almighty, eternal, good, and beautiful God wanted him, then why would he want to be anywhere else? And he said that with that moment came an incredible peace, freedom, and light, that he knew he was exactly where he was supposed to be because that's where he was, that his God was with him, and that his God was going to lead him. In the Office of Readings today, Pope St. Gregory the Great says this about the Good Shepherd and following him. Anyone who is determined to reach his destination is not deterred by the roughness of the road that leads to it. Nor must we allow the charm of success to seduce us, or we would or we shall be like a foolish traveler who is so distracted by the pleasant meadows through which he is passing that he forgets where he is going. Sometimes the feeling the way to the cross does not mean we're on the wrong path, but that we are exactly where we're supposed to be. Because Jesus says, narrow is the road that leads to life. And Jesus desires to lead us to those eternal pastures, 
of which he is the gate that we must pass through, that his is the cross that we must carry, that leads to the resurrection. So I believe we're given these readings in this time of Easter, that we can now see the cross in its proper context. That as Christians, we don't see the cross and the suffering and the weight by itself. But we always see it together first with the love of Christ who chooses to be there. And we see it with his power and the redemption that comes from the cross. The the resurrection that awaits us. The new life that Jesus holds for us. And he is the gate. His cross is the path to get to that life. On January 8th of this year, a young man, 18 years old, named Michael Nadi, and three seminarians were kidnapped in Nigeria. They were seminarians. They were at Good Shepherd Seminary pursuing to be a priest, the path to priesthood. And they were kidnapped for both financial gain, but also because the kidnappers wanted to persecute Christians, which is happening in in an unfortunate major way in Nigeria right now. And over the course of several weeks, three of the seminarians were all released, uh, badly beaten. But Michael was never released, and they weren't sure what happened. But eventually they heard and found out what happened, that his kidnappers had killed him. And one of the kidnappers is now arrested and in jail, and he was being interviewed by phone about it. And they asked him, why did you kill him? And he said, he killed Michael because Michael continued to proclaim the gospel of Jesus Christ to us. That for them it was like blasphemous to proclaim Jesus as Lord, but for Michael it was the only thing to do. And that even if it meant great suffering and it meant death, that that's what he was going to do. That he was going to follow the path of his good shepherd. That Jesus who suffered innocently and died for us, that Michael followed where the shepherd had led. Michael followed where Jesus led. Michael followed the path that Peter went and that you and I are invited to do is to follow the good shepherd because he's good, because everything will work for our good. To seek and follow the good shepherd in his cross, which is the gate to life.